You tuned in to Relax and Listen, where Josh, your host, speaks about video games and recent gaming news after we return. Supposedly, PS3, PSP, and Vita stores will be shutting down soon. The news comes from The Gamer, whose source verified the report. Apparently, Sony will make an announcement come the end of March. When are the stores closing, you may be asking? According to the article, PSP's and PS3 stores are to be closed on July 2nd, while the PS Vita store will stay open until August 27th. So, if there's a game you've been wanting to try out but never got around to purchase it, now's the time to do so. Especially when it's all said and done, the prices will probably skyrocket for these games afterwards. If only backwards compatibility was a thing for Sony. Sony has confirmed our suspicions from the gamer to be true. So, if you go on the PS3, the PS Vita, and the PSP PlayStation Store closure, they tell us what's going to be happening to the closures. But they start with a statement saying, We are closing PlayStation Store on PlayStation 3 consoles on the 2nd of July 2021, and on PlayStation Vita devices on the 27th, August 2021. Wow, what weird wording for just like the release dates of uh, the closures. Additionally, the remaining purchase functionality for PSP will also retire on the 2nd of July 2021. And now they give us questions like FAQs about what we can expect for this closure. And the first question states, What features can I use after the closure of PlayStation Store and purchase functionality on PS3, PS Vita, and PSP devices? You will still be able to re-download and play previously purchased game titles. You will still be able to access previously purchased video media content you can still redeem a game and PlayStation Plus vouchers. You will still be able to re-download and play claims game titles through PlayStation Plus as long as you remain a member of the service. Now, the features that we're going to lose access to is not being able to purchase any games on any of these devices. We cannot make any in-game purchases through any of these devices too. And apparently, you will no longer be able to, to redeem PSN Wallet Fund vouchers i.e. gift cards on either of these devices once the PlayStation Store and the functionality for these devices are closed. They say your PSN wallet funds will remain in your PSN account, but you will only be able to use your wallet funds to purchase PS4 and PS5 products on PlayStation Store on the website, PlayStation app, or on the PS4 or PS5 consoles. And they say, how do I access my own games? You can download your own content onto your PS3 Vita PSP device by accessing the download list on the respective device. Now, if for some reason you don't own a PS4 or PS5, and you have funds left in your PSN wallet after the closure of the PlayStation Store for those devices, they mention your PSN wallet funds will remain in your PSN account, but you will only be able to use your wallet funds to purchase PS4 and PS5 products on PlayStation Store on the web, PlayStation app, or on PS4 and PS5 consoles. If you are active for those pertaining devices and don't use a PS4 or PS5 consoles and don't plan on using one, you may request a refund of any funds left in your wallet. We recommend that if you plan to top up your wallet prior to the store closures, you only top up by the minimum amount required to buy the desired content. We will be updating this page with more details on how to request such a refund. Goodbye, stores. It's been a blast. It would be nice if we could have another way in purchasing these games through other conventional means. 
you know, like through the PS5 store or, you know, some type of way that we could download them from someplace else rather than rushing in to buy it like right away. Like this just comes, this just comes out of nowhere. And Sony like, let's see, does Sony actually use their official Twitter page to confirm the closure of these devices? Or I'm sorry, the, the store of these devices. Let's check. No, nothing on their official Twitter page. Which, why, you know, why go through all the trouble to promote these, to promote these like unnecessary changes and you don't really have the audacity to, you know, inform the public. And you know, the majority of people use Twitter or maybe Facebook, you know, to gain their information. So why, why do it on your official website and not do it on the Twitter page when it should, you know, obviously be a concern for those you know individuals that you know want to play those older titles and you know when it comes down to it money if the company is all about money like any company is about money right so if you don't tell your audience your consumers about your closure anything that you do or you know use on products then why 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 this why this weird silence why why this why this like weird announcement, you know, coming from the website and not like the official Twitter page, Facebook page, whatever. It's just a weird decision. I mean, they might do it tomorrow. They might do it, you know, whenever or just not say anything. And then for those who don't really follow social media or even look at the websites, uh, they're going to be left clueless, especially if they go on the store and find that, that nothing, nothing's available. And they're like, oh, that's weird. You know, they just have these weird thoughts about like, oh, you know, is my, you know, potentially is my account, you know, messed up. It's just this weird, I don't know, call just saying like, oh yeah, let's just say it on the website and that's all we're going to do. And we're just going to assume that the majority of people are going to be on Twitter and are going to look at this and say, oh, well, obviously the rumor wasn't true. So I guess it's not true. Except, yes, it is true. And now, why? why? I'm just, like, baffled. Like, do something, Sony. Just say, like, oh, you guys, you know, we're closing out the stores for the PS3, PS Vita, PSP. You got this a lot of time, you know, before we close the store. So that way you can purchase the games that you want. That you can't really get elsewhere. This is a money grabber, and they're not taking the opportunity to make bang off of this. But only time will tell. Back to the news. Rest in peace, Xbox Live. You were a good friend. That's right. Microsoft has announced that they're now ridding out the old name in favor of calling it Xbox Network. The news comes from The Verge that states why the name change happened. Xbox Network refers to the underlying Xbox Online service, which was updated in the Microsoft Services Agreement, says a Microsoft spokesman in a statement to The Verge. The update from Xbox Live to Xbox Network is intended to distinguish the underlying service from Xbox Live Gold memberships. It says Xbox's take on the Cairo Network. Just kidding. Interesting times. Microsoft has now clarified concerns if the OG Xbox Live is gone. Xbox Live isn't going away, Microsoft told Eurogamer. We are making ongoing adjustments to create a simpler, more descriptive messaging system for Xbox in different areas. None of these experiences or features will change as part of these updates. Fantasian's story will be provided in two parts. 
The first will last 20 to 30 hours, with the latter coming out in 2021. If you're curious to learn more about the game, this Famitsu article has got you covered. From story to dioramas, gameplay systems, etc. So, very little game news here. <sighs> so, let's stick a dab on some indies that were revealed on Xbox's indie showcase. The following information comes from Tech Radar article that's titled New Xbox Games The Biggest Announcements from the Indie Showcase. Astria Ascending is a gorgeous 2D turn-based RPG that offers glorious music from the composer. Astria Ascending is a gorgeous 2D turn-based RPG that offers glorious music from the composer Hitoshi Sakimoto, who's done Final Fantasy XII and Vagrant Story, and notably written by Kazushige Nojima, Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy VII Remake. The trailer introduces our allies and enemies. Their designs are something I can get down with. Everything looks so fluent in motion. Coming soon. Art of Rally is a racing game. Stylish cartoon graphics while you drive in these very blocky vehicles with a burst POV, traversing through these wide open fields as you make your way to the finish line. Narita Boy, another 2D sprite that centers around action-oriented combat. This has a sort of retro feel in how there's this filter displayed over the HUD, giving off as if you were playing on an old-school TV with those statics you see every now and then on screen. A dope-ass soundtrack. Look forward to this on Game Pass March 30th. Next up, game releases for the final week of March. Doom Guy must commit murder to demons once again in Doom 3 VR Edition, the 29th. Disco Elysium, the final cut on the 30th. A critically acclaimed game to my knowledge. An RPG open world game that has you uncover mysteries, level up your upgrades through a skill tree with now fully fledged voice acting and new quests thrown to the mix. I've heard great things so if you can grab it, do it. Evil Genius 2 World Domination is to come March 30th that demonstrates all the necessary skills in order to rule the world. From creating layers, gather together henchmen, and train them to be fierce wielders looking cool in the process. A RTS experience to be had here. Outriders are out to take back their land April 1st. I played the demo. What I can remember is you get to choose different starting elements and are only relegated to that particular type. Choose wisely. Each has different attributes pertaining to each one. For example, one is all about defense. Another can take a stealth approach. The gunplay has a similar feel to Gears of War. Very grounded, I will say. You can play with others too since it is a co-op adventure game. You can play with others too since it's a co-op adventure game. That also reminds me a bit of Destiny. I can't tell how that experience is since I don't have any people to game with currently. Although, it's fun. I think it's going to be really good. Alright, that's going to be it for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for listening, tuning in to your eardrums for more Gimme News with Josh. As always, I'm going to be uploading my podcasts either Tuesdays or Wednesdays, depending on what I feel. And as always, I hope you enjoyed it and you know what to do. Subscribe if you like this content and there's going to be even more coming soon headed your way. You stay safe, be beautiful, wash your hands, and I'll catch you with the next episode starting next week. See ya!